0: People don't stay with jobs the way they used to back in the day. And according to the newest research, people change jobs approximately every two and a half to three years. So what can you do to find, hire, and keep great cleaning employees? Cleaning industry expert Liz Trotter provides an in-depth look at her hiring process. In this video, she outlines and explains each of these phases in the hiring and onboarding process for a new cleaning employee, including assessment, accepting, affirming, Activation, Acclimation, Accomplishments, Adoption, and Advocate. Hi all, Liz Trotter here. And I'm super excited that I get to be one of the presenters at the Maid Service Success Summit. Thank you, Amar, for inviting me. I'm really passionate and excited about my topic today, Employees First. And, you know, stop the churn. I think that it's kind of common nowadays. People think that you're going to have employees. You're, what I do there? Sorry, I advance. Uh, but people think it's kind of common nowadays that if you're going to have employees that you have to just expect that it's going to be a constant churn. Everybody has heard that never stop hiring you just need to keep hiring and yeah that's great especially if you're growing we love that um, but there's no reason why you have to keep turning and your employees and turning them over like crazy uh, not to say that it's not going to happen because it absolutely is going to happen um, people don't stay with jobs the way they used to back in you know the day they uh they they change jobs on average nowadays millennials change jobs according to the newest research approximately every two and a half to three years so but you you you're not going to be expecting them to stay 10 15 years but two and a half that's reasonable two years reasonable right so what i want to talk about today is how to do that how to go about doing it and uh the this first page here is about um the why um for for your employees there needs to be a a big why uh for them about why they should stay with you why they should be in the cleaning industry why they should care about cleaning why they should work for you what's so great about you what's so great about your company they need to have a big why and so I just have a couple of books here uh, that talk about the why and how important the why is, not just for your employees, but also for you. Because if you don't have a really good why, you're also going to struggle. You're going to struggle finding people. You're going to struggle um, doing things that you really are passionate about yourself, not getting sucked into the day-to-day, not getting sucked into doing the things that you have to do instead of the things that Want to do so, you need to have a powerful why. Um, so Tony Shea, he is the founder of Zappos. I'm sure you guys have all heard of him. His big thing that he's really great at is finding uh, good employees. He's also good at culture and keeping employees, but I think the way he finds employees is really unique. So Check out check out uh, some information about Zappos and find out how does Tony Shea go about finding employees? and What does he do that's a little bit different? I think a lot of people have heard about his hiring bonus. I think it might be $1,000. Basically, if you don't wanna work here, I'll give you $1,000 to leave if you don't want to be all in. I'll find out more about that by reading up on it a little bit. Uh, next one is Mark Murphy, Hiring for Attitude. This book is about the way UPS does its hiring, and uh, a lot about the interviewing process and how they interview and the purpose of of interviewing questions and behavioral analysis, so it's a really interesting book as well. Simon Sinek, Leaders Eat Last. He has quite a few different books, but I really like this book to help us figure out that yes we're the bosses and yes we own the company and yes we're in charge but without our people what are we we're nothing we're not we're not getting any work done so the leaders eat last really help you figure out how to keep your people what makes them stay um chris bosch she wrote culture works and this talks about Motivation. This book talks a lot about how to motivate your people and how to get them to want to do more for your company, want to do great job cleaning, and want to be an excellent employee for you. Uh, Fun book, and it's really got a lot of. There's a workbook that goes along with that book that I highly recommend, and it gives you specific tasks to do and gives you some exercises that you can do with your people and on yourself to figure out exactly what you need to do next and how to get to where you need to be and then the harvard harvard i'm going to pretend like english is my first language the harvard business review hbr.org this is just a wealth of information if you haven't checked out the harvard business review please do if you're trying to stop that churn because they have just so much more information than you'll even know what to do with all right so the first thing i want to talk about is as far as your employees staying with you i think that one of the things people don't know is you're in control you actually have a lot more power than you think you do When I'm talking to business owners all around the country, we do a lot of coaching through uh, CKI. I guess I should have said that. I I hope it's in my bio. I know it's in my bio. But we do a lot of coaching with people around the country. And one of the things that I hear all the time that's painful for me is that the employer, the business owner, starts feeling like, they're not in control they're not in charge that the employees are running the show or trying to take over and the more they feel that way the more they push back and the more they get into struggles with their employees and they find it harder and harder to keep their employees creating sort of a, a a doom loop what they think is going to happen and how they feel creates this actual thing that's happening where they actually do really Make it so that it's hard for the employees to work with them. So I want you to know you really are in control. You have all the power. You just have to be remembering to do the right things to get your people on the right page. And so here are the four basic things. Now, there's one more thing I don't have on here, but I'm going to hit these four real quick, and then I'm going to tell you what the other one is. Keep Start thinking right now. What do you think that other one is that Liz is going to say? um but the first one is matter you need to show these people how they matter your when employees or potential employees are coming to your company and they are interested in having a job when they're first coming they need to know how they're going to matter in your company and then when they get there they need to know from you and from the other people around them how they matter how they're important how they personally fit in to your ecosystem if they don't feel like they matter and that they're important they're not going to stay right so this is a, a different type of a mindset for some of you that are like well i'm giving them a job what more do they want from me I want a lot more and especially nowadays, they want a whole heck of a lot more. And you don't have to throw money at them. And we're going to talk a lot about this. But you do have to make them feel like they matter to you and to the company. All right, the next one is meaning. Uh, what kind of meaning is there in your job? Especially the millennial workforce. They really want to feel like, there's some type of meaning in their work, that it's not just drudgery. A lot of this um, generation watched their parents work 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 hour weeks, no time for their family, no time for vacations, didn't do anything. A lot of you right now I know are nodding, thinking, I still am doing that, I know. And the people that are coming to work for you they don't want to be in that boat they do not want to work those hours they do not want to feel like a slave to their job they have been conditioned to think that they need something better from their lives and that they need balance you hear a lot nowadays about work-life balance that's a big thing so they need to feel like what they're doing is somehow giving meaning to their lives, to the people in their lives, and maybe to the community or the industry, to somebody. There needs to be some meaning in the job that they're doing.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Zenmade. Now, if you need help with your automation, or if you're frustrated with the amount of time that scheduling is taking you currently, you need to visit zenmade.com. We started over six years ago building simple software for cleaning businesses just like yours. If you take a look at the site, you can see all of the things that we're working on, all of the feedback that we get from our audience, from this podcast, from the Facebook group, from all the other places, so if you're interested again zenmade.com and take a look at what we've been working on
0: now all the different companies are going to have a different meaning you don't have to have the same meaning as any other company your the meaning that they derive from working in your company might be that they get to help maybe uh, parents i'm sorry (laughs) i got distracted by my phone i apologize Maybe they um, are going to derive meaning from helping parents be able to provide really wonderful lives for their children and have more time to spend with their children and not spend the time their time cleaning the home maybe that's how they get meaning I don't know what the meaning is going to be for you in your company, but there needs to be some type of meaning uh, maybe uh, it is about you providing jobs for people that are traditionally struggling to find jobs. And so part of what your company does is provide jobs for maybe people that are underprivileged or uh, maybe they've had some trouble in their background so they struggle to find jobs. Maybe that's what you're doing. So you're providing union in that way. I don't know what it is. It could be anything that you actually care about. That is sort of a little bit of a trick there or a secret you need to actually care about this thing and it needs to feel like a real true meaning for you if you're passionate about it your people will be passionate about it and they'll do it because it matters to you and then it will matter to them they'll feel like they're really making a difference now the third thing is they need to be measured so a lot of times I get I hear a lot about how people are like, I don't think people like to be measured. They don't wanna know when they're doing bad. They only wanna hear when they're doing good. They only want pats on the back. And I will argue with you. I'll argue up one side and I'll argue down the other side. Because people want true measurement. They want to know how they're doing. They want to be able to believe that they're doing a good job and that they're doing well and they wanna know what it is that they need to do to do even better. They want to do that and I know some of you right now in your heads are like, oh, she's crazy. The people that work for me don't care about their jobs at all. They do, I promise that they really do. They just need to be given information and incentives and things in a little bit different way than you might be used to giving it to them. And they really do want to be measured I don't know if any of you have heard of uh, my friend Martha that owns quality driven software and her whole entire program is around measurement and getting people to be motivated and incentivized by measurement because it works all right and the last one here is accountability and i'm going to talk on the next slide all about accountability because it's a little bit tricky people struggle a little bit about with accountability Uh, but before we get there remember i said there were four things four things here matter meaning measure and accountability but there's one more thing that isn't mentioned here and it's just sort of over everything and this is celebration so there needs to be some celebration for your company your business for you for your people and i'm not talking about a, about a big huge party and having to have like streamers and all of that stuff going on I, i'm not talking about that but there needs to be at least some feeling of celebration that we're awesome you're awesome they're awesome that We are doing a really good thing here. We're doing a good thing together, too. So let's move on to accountability. So, accountability I like to think of it this way that it is simple S I M P L E. It helps me remember what they are the order of things uh, because the order does matter when you're dealing with accountability. All right, so the very first thing is to hold people accountable, you have to set the expectation and you have to set it really clearly. If you find that somebody isn't meeting your expectations, if they aren't being accountable to the job or to you or to whatever it is that you expected them to be, go here, check. Did you set the expectations clearly? Can they tell you what's expected of them? If they can't, you need to set those a little bit better. All right, this is hugely, hugely, hugely important that, the expectations are set according to their understanding, not according to you just saying, okay? That's not enough. They have to hear it in a very, very big way. All right, the second thing is invite commitment. What do I mean by this? I mean, get them to want to commit to whatever it is that you want them to do. So instead of making them do the thing, telling them what they have to do, making them, pushing, berating, any of those other words, uh, instead of that stuff, invite, be inviting. Ask them to be committed. Find out how they can help you. Ask what they can do for you, how they can help. So invite their commitment. The way I'm saying it probably sounds a little too like mamby Pambi all like squishy-mushy, but it doesn't have to be. It can be, so this is what we expect from you. Do you think you can do that? Does it make sense for you? Is this a job that sounds like it would work for you? And they say yes, now they are already committed, beginning the stage of getting committed to the job. All right, next thing is measure progress. Again, measurement, right? But when you are asking people to be accountable, you have to measure their progress. How are, they, how are they doing? Where are they so far as far as where you wanted them to go? Are they there? Are they done? Have they met their accountability standards or your accountability standards? If not, what's next? Going into the next thing of P, provide feedback, tell them tell them exactly what it is, what you saw them not doing, what you saw them doing, and what it is that you need next from them, which takes us to link to results. So when you're talking to them about the feedback that you have, link the feedback that you give them to the results that you're expecting from them, linking right back up there to setting those expectations, right? So whatever expectations that you have link all of that together so for example let's say you have somebody that uh, let's say they got some feedback from a client that said you know the floors weren't done well right so when you're giving that feedback to your employees you would say something along the lines of remember keeping in mind providing feedback meeting results meeting the expectations right Um, So, it sounds like Mrs. Johnson wasn't happy with her floors. So, you know, it's really important that we have floors that are rating a a five out out of five when they're going to score us. Otherwise, back to expectations, we can't be the best company in the city. All right? So, whatever the expectation is that you're expecting. Let's say that was the expectation now. So you wanna make sure that you are linking all of these things together so that it's not about them doing something wrong. It's just about we're not getting the results that we want and we're not getting our own expectations. And you'll notice I'm talking a lot about our expectations and what we want, not what you want and not what they're doing wrong, It's all about us, All right? And then the last thing is evaluate the effectiveness. So once you've given the feedback, you've linked it to the result, check in. How's it going? How effective was your coaching? How effective is your training? How effective is the feedback that you gave them? How are they doing? How are your results, the results that you're getting? All right. So that's what accountability is. It's a. It's sort of a loop that says, here's what I want from you. Let's start doing it. We're going to check in with you. We're going to see if you're doing it, what we want. We're going to give you some feedback. We're going to correct, course correct a little bit. We're going to check in. Yeah, we're doing really well and we're going to continue. that. All
1: right. This podcast is brought to you by ZenMade. If you need help with just about anything in your maid service, make sure to join the ZenMade Mastermind on Facebook. We have a community that has over 4,000 maid service owners just like you who are struggling with things daily, who are sharing their wins daily, and uh, asking for help. So if there's absolutely anything that we can help you with, just go to the ZenMade Mastermind on Facebook, request to join, just answer the three question survey, and you'll be in. Within a couple of hours, you can make some friends in your area, all that stuff.
0: Now, this slide is talking about the eight phases of relationships. And I'm not sure that people think about the relationship between a boss and an employee, but there is. There's an actual relationship there. Now, if you are, um, what's it called? an absentee owner, right? Then you still need to worry about relationships. Maybe the relationship that you'd be talking about is with you and your managers. Otherwise, the relationship would be between the manager and the supervisor and the supervisor and the technician. But there are relationships and there are different phases to these relationships. So what we're going to be talking about today is I'm going to be talking about the relationship in terms of you when i say you i mean the person that is onboarding and um finding hiring keeping and motivating the employees whoever's responsible for that that's who you is assuming that you as the owner are in a position in your company where you have to make these things happen otherwise take this whole presentation and hand it off to whoever's doing that all right so there are eight basic phases. The first one is the assessment phase where they're assessing you and your job and other jobs, all jobs. Um, they're looking for a place to work. So employees, they're, they're assessing all of their options. They're looking around. In this stage phase, um, they really want to feel like they matter uh, they're also looking for some meaning in their job, but typically in this phase, we might think that they're looking for meaning, but what they're really looking for is more matter. They want to feel that they're going to be able to matter in this job in some way. Okay? we'll talk a lot about that in a little bit. And the second phase is where they're accepting a job from you. And in this phase, they want to feel like there is some meaning in this job, they're thinking, okay. We can work together, I'll I'll work with you, I'll check it out, let's let's try. And this is where you have an opportunity to show them some meaning. And the next phase is the affirmation phase where you're affirming that, or they're affirming, that this is actually a job that they want. Uh, This is kind of a weird phase because a lot of times, I don't think people even recognize this phase. They think they looked for a job, they accepted my job, and now good to go. Have you guys had that that situation where you hire somebody and then they never show up for work on that first day? What the heck? That's because you didn't pass the affirmation phase. They went home. They started having second thoughts about how hard the job is, or dirty, or it's hot. They don't really like those uniforms. Their their family was like, "What? You're going to clean toilets all day? Oh, ooh, how much are they paying you?" And they did not make it through that affirmation phase. Uh, So the next phase is they did make it, yay, and they come in and activate. This activation phase, day one. And during this phase, they're really, you're really pushing matter, meaning, and measure on day one, they won't, sorry. You want them to see all three of these things in action on day one and i know i'm making it sound like oh my gosh it's such a big angler how am i gonna do this but i promise i'm gonna show you i'm gonna make, make it a lot easier all right next phase is the acclimate phase where they're um acclimating to the job they're starting work they're starting to get a little bit of a hang of it right they're starting to figure out where they belong etc and in this Phase. They are worried about matter, meaning, and measure. All three of these. Again, they need to know hmm, how they how they fit in. What exactly is are we doing here? What's important? And how do I know if I'm doing a good job or not? Right. Next phase is the accomplishment phase, where they're seeing what they've accomplished. Right. Basically, think of this as payday. <laughs> Usually, it's your first accomplishment day, unless you have. Sometimes your accomplishment phase might be around training and testing. So if you have maybe a shorter uh, training uh, phase uh, in your company, then it might come, your testing might come before their payday measurement, but typically payday comes before they get any kind of a, a testing measure, right? So we'll be talking about that. The next phase is in the adoption phase where they're actually adopting you as their company. Like they get it. They're now talking about your company as their company. When they talk about your company, they say things like, we do blah, blah, blah. We do this. When somebody else is talking about anything to do with cleaning they'll say things like yeah but what we do at wherever right um i think to them i'm in my castle keepers verb uh, they would be saying yeah what we do at castle keepers is because they're part of it they get it right um, and in that phase they care about all the stuff matter meaning measure and accountability and we will be talking about how this accountability especially um, folds in at the end here because i know it's a little bit tricky um advocate that's the last phase here it's when they are a strong advocate for your company that now they are all about your company being the one that is right So even more than they were in the adopt phase when they got it and they're like, yeah, 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 this is what we do. Now it's more about what we do is the right way to do it. What we do is better than what everybody else does. And they see it that way. That's how they actually feel it. And that's what they push out into the world, into all of their relationships. All righty. Now, the five love languages, this comes from a book, I'm sure that a lot of you have heard of it, called The Five Love Languages. Uh, There's another one, though, that's The Five Love Languages at Work. It might not even be love languages, I'm not sure. And these languages are the acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. We'll be talking a lot about what these are over time, but these are ways that people can feel like they matter. So through acts of service means that you do something for them, giving them quality time, just spending time with them in some different ways, which we'll be talking about. Words of affirmation, telling them nice things, hearing wonderful things about themselves and their work. Physical touch, of course, this is milder. You know, touch on the shoulder. Some people would appreciate a hug if you're not a physical toucher no problem you don't have to do any of these things these are just ways that people feel like they matter and then the last one is gifts now most people are going to fall into those first three the most important ones for them so plan on spending most of your resources access, service quality of time words of affirmation some gifts yeah Some free breakfast, oh yeah, of course, people like that. Um, A quick touch on the shoulder, a a pat on the back when somebody does a good job, of course. High five, yay. All of those things are great. three, those are the biggies for people most of the time.
1: This podcast was brought to you by ZenMade. If you need help with your management, check out the 5 tools that helped the ZenMade team, which includes 5 maid service owners to succeed in their businesses. That free download is available at zenmade.com/podcast as well as plenty of other resources for you and your maid service.
0: All right, these are the tools of connecting with people. Remember, we're trying to get that connection so that they feel like they belong in our company, right? So how do you connect with people? It's hard if you don't actually think of these things as tools, but they are, so you gotta use them, and we're gonna be talking a lot about them. So the first one is email. Email is a tool. Now, a lot of people aren't using email as much as they used to, but, People still do use email and you can still use it too. It's a little bit more formal now than it used to be now that we have texting, right? All right, the next one is snail mail. Mail that actually goes to the post office, spends three or four days out there in the world driving around, and then lands in somebody's mailbox. You hardly ever see snail mail anymore. People don't use it, but you can. And it is a great tool when people get mail because they don't very often it does feel special next one is phone using the phone you can call people you can text them just using your phone in some way social media connecting with people through social media that one's obvious video you can connect with people through video uh personal videos you can do a quick snap that's what snapchat is right quick snap you can send a facebook live you can put a facebook live in your own personalized facebook group there's lots of ways to use video and guests we talked about guests those are pretty obvious what those are acts of service those are things that you do for other people so for your employees that's a tool when you're using that act to gain connection it's actually a a tool that you're using you're doing something for them and let me give you a quick example let's say that somebody sees somebody walking around and the hem on their pants is, is out you could say something along the lines of hey you need to get your pants fixed or you could say hey I saw your pants the hem is coming out uh, talk to talk to Mindy. She's got the address of three seamstresses in the area. And actually, if you want, put it on my tab. I'll even take care of it for you, right? So you can get an access service and a gift all at the same time. That hem's going to cost you maybe five bucks. She might not even do it. She's probably going to go home, tape it up, iron it up, maybe stitch it. Olden days, right? But she's going to appreciate the access service. That you offered to do the service for her. And just giving her the name is an act of service. All right, next one quality time. Quality time is spending any time with people that is, oh my gosh, it sounds ridiculous, but quality time. <laughs> time that is not just doing nothing or talking about what's wrong or talking to them about what they've done wrong or fixing their problem, but something to do with them, about them, that will have an impact for them, not for you, for them. That's the distinction for quality time. So in this first stage, we're going to hit the stages now, we're going to talk a little bit about them, is the assessment stage is where they're assessing the job, right? They're looking, we're worried about matter and meaning, and this is when we're we're finding people. We're trying to, oops, sorry about the little pop-up there. When we're trying to find people, these are some things that you can do. Some tools, these are your tools over here on the left, email, mail, et cetera. The ones in the red are the ones that you can use really easily when you're in this assessment phase with employees, meaning they're not your employees yet, they're just random people out there in the world that hopefully want to work at your cleaning company, right? So one of the things you can do is in your ad, you can use videos or pictures of employees, get some connection there. You can personalize the response to the query. So if people ask for something, they say, where are you located? Rather than giving them a standard, a template that kicks out an answer, you could say, you could have somebody in your office giving them a real answer. Like, oh, have you, do you know where Costco is? We're just three miles away from there, getting a dialogue going. And also in your ad, what's in it for them? Okay, so what is what is at your company that is specifically designed for them? Meaning, why, why should they come to work for you? Have that be the first part of your ad. A lot of times I'll see ads that say right off the bat that you have to have this, you have to do this, you have to have a license, you have to whatever. All of those things are great you might really need all of those things but they're not that that's not how you hook people you got to hook them with that ad find some way to hook them and you can do that through through your ad somehow so email and the interview is probably a little bit easier way to use more of these um, tools because in your ad you don't have as many options right you have social media, we're at a platform, Indeed, Craigslist, ZipRecruiter, something like that. But we can still use like our videos and our pictures. You can use Facebook, you can use social media, you can use your calling and texting once they've responded to your ad, which is what I was talking about with the personalizing the response to the queries, right? You can also quality time. People appreciate when you spend time, which is what I was talking about with the personalizing the response to the queries. All right. So interview, what can you do in the interview? So you can spend time with them. Most of the time, we don't wanna spend time with people that are interviewing with us, right? Cause they're wasting our time. There's so many of them and they ah, they're not gonna show up anyway for the first day. And ah, but you can find a way to spend time with them. Maybe you have a group interview and so you spend 15 minutes talking to 15 people instead of 15 minutes talking to one person and then 15 minutes to another person, another person, or instead of spending one minute with 15 people. You're gonna have better luck spending the 15 minutes so that they see that you are actually helping them to understand about your company. Some assessments, maybe you can do some assessments with them during the interview. Um, And these for your people will feel a lot like quality time and they also feel like a gift if you do them right. So if you do like a disk assessment with them, there are a lot of different disk assessments, but if you do, give it to them. Let them take it home. Tell them how it can impact their life and their family and what kind of information. Don't just take it and go, oh, good information for me. (laughs) How about some good information for them? If you have them do a love language test or a platinum rule assessment, then give them that information. Maybe give them a blank one so that they can do the same thing with somebody in their family, so they can take it back with them. Core Value Cards. So if you don't know what Core Value Cards, this is a a product that we sell through um, uh, Castle Keepers Institute, CKI. I have the address later on in the presentation. But these are cards that help you to understand what your core values are and to hire people that will fit your core values, that that care about the same things that you care about. And then let them talk with other employees. Let your employees talk with them. Let them talk with your employees. That feels different to them. That feels like, hmm, Maybe they matter a little bit, and maybe there is some type of meaning in this company. All right, next phase is accept. The acceptance phase, they're thinking, okay, we're gonna work together. During this phase, you need to show them some meaning, right? So here are the ways, the the tools that you can use on the left here, social media, video and pictures, some gifts, quality time. This is during the hiring phase. So show some excitement. That's the first thing. If you want them to believe in your meaning, you gotta show some excitement or some enthusiasm. And here are some ideas. You can post on Facebook that you're excited to hire them. You can, or wherever, Instagram, Snap, I don't care, whatever you use to, as your um, social media platform, post there that you're excited to hire them. Take their picture and post it in the office. Maybe have a board, welcome, Suzanne, our newest team member. Yay! On that first day, or not the first day, after their interview, when you've had them, send them home with a gift. It doesn't have to be anything great, but you can send them home with something. Can you? Can you send them home with a little gift bag that just has a couple of little things in it? Maybe it has a squeezy toilet from your company or a pen, or a little pad of paper. It doesn't have to be anything amazing, a bottle of water. Right? Send them home with a gift. When people get a gift, they feel less like they want to blow you off. It's less comfortable to blow you off. And then introduce them to everyone. Everyone that's around, everybody that's in the office currently, uh, anybody that they've had a chance to potentially run into, introduce them because they're saying, okay, we're gonna work together. You're hiring them. Make sure that you take the time to introduce them around.
1: This podcast is brought to you by ZenMade. If you need help with your marketing, check out the 47 keywords that the ZenMade team has put together that you need to be ranking for on Google for organic and paid keywords. Uh, you can learn more about that at zenmadecom slash podcast to download those keywords, uh, as well as plenty of other resources to help your maid service.
0: All right, the affirmation. So this is that scary phase, remember where they're having second thoughts and they're like Ugh, they go home, they had a good interview, they're feeling really good. And then all of those second thoughts start, start, start coming in. Don't forget your tools over here. These are the thing the tools that you can use during that phase to get them through it to help them through that phase. So, this is about keeping them right now. See down here on the bottom, keeping. So you're gonna find that throughout the phases, we are sometimes we're in a phase and then we we get to keeping and then we go to another phase, and we have to come back to keeping because anytime they get in any kind of a scary spot for them, you have to work on keeping them again. So anytime you are working on keeping them these are also some things that you can do so within a day send a fun email with all the details instead of sending an email that says first day of work is tomorrow don't forget to bring your lunch your wear khaki pants wear tennis shoes and bring water instead of that how can you make it fun Yay! Yeah, we're so excited to see you balloons on my email um you're gonna love Suzanne, who you're gonna work with tomorrow, she's gonna to be your buddy and she's gonna take you around and show you all the, the cool stuff in the cabinets. There's three cabinets in the kitchen that you need to find out what's in them. There's a secret in two of them that you're gonna love. When you get here, we're gonna show you what it is. Make it fun, find some way to make it fun. You could also, or instead of that, send a welcome card. This is using your snail mail, so depending on when you're hiring them, right? If you're going to hire people, you kinda wanna get them in there quickly so they have less time to have second thoughts, but if it's gonna be a chunk of time, get something out to them. Email snail mail. Snail mail will work really good, a welcome card. Welcome to the company, we're excited to have you here. Send a fun text, and something quick. One of the things that I know we like to do at American Made in Olympia, is we like to send a, uh, a cleaning question like sorry it's not a cleaning question it is a a joke <laughs> i can't remember what it is a riddle the cleaning riddle i know i'll remember it later and i'll tell you what it is but they send out a cleaning riddle hey why did the whatever and it's just kind of a fun thing it doesn't have to be anything great i can't even remember what it was that's how great it was right but it works. The people respond, they engage, and again, they begin the process of creating a relationship. If that happens while they're in their second thought stage, in that affirmation stage, they're like, oh yeah that, is, yeah, that is a cool company, this is a crazy company or a fun company. Now, if you're not a fun company, I do wanna put a little bit of a, a codicil in here. If you're not a fun company, And I always like to use my friend, Ben, up in Seattle uh, for this. He owns Rain City Maids, Ben Ferris, and he is not what you would consider to be a fun company. So instead of a fun company or a fun email or a fun text for him, he needs to just have something that's engaging, something that's really cool. Because his company is cool. It's different than other companies, right? So he can send a cool text instead of a fun text. So what kind of company are you? Send that. Next thing is post on Facebook or whatever social media channel that you use saying that you're excited to have them. Again, this would be another idea and another way to use that. Send the picture that you took to their family. So uh, I don't know that I even saw about taking a picture on one of the other things, I'm sure there was one of the other phases, you can take a picture of them and post it. Oh, I think I did say that on the last slide. So that picture that you took, you can also send it to the family. You can, it's easy to send pictures nowadays, right? You can send them in your phone, you can send it by email, you can send it by mail. You can take that picture and put it on social media. There's lots of things to do with pictures, but sending it to the family, is a different is a different type of a twist that people aren't expecting and then you get the family on your side it's like oh that was nice they sent that to me Send it to their daughters Send it to their dogs it to their mom whoever it is next one is send a video welcoming welcoming them this can be even a video that is you know a canned video just however many of you there are 20 all 20 of you that are in the video saying Hey, we're so excited to have you start tomorrow. Look for me, I'm the one that's gonna be walking you around. Whatever, it doesn't even have to be personalized. It can just be a canned video, but a video can help. Again, the idea here is within a day, use one of these tools for connection to be able to keep that person, get them to come in. Okay, activate. So this is the activation stage, day one. And the, these down here in red are the tools that are you're most likely going to use. Of course, you can use any of these tools. Any ideas that you have, you any of these tools are going to be amazing. Just pick something. And you don't have to do all of this stuff. I don't think I was clear about that earlier. You don't have to do all of these things because that is just ridiculous, right? It's too much, but you can do one thing. You can do one thing on each phase, each different stage of the relationship, pick one. If you pick two, woo, bonus points, right? Um, So again, you can post on social media, label their name tag. Have a name tag ready for them that has their name already on it when they get there. Take their picture in their full uniform and post it. You can post it on social media, you can post it in your uh, Slack channel, you can post it on your poster board if you have it. Whatever you use as communication channel, post it. Post it there. Uh, Have a morning celebration. This doesn't have to be a huge celebration, but celebrate. Remember the overriding idea, celebrating. The people, your company, what you do, celebrating. So have a morning celebration. It could be as simple as if you have people in your office, everybody gets together and everybody just says, welcome Lauren. That could be it. We got a welcome for Lauren today. Uh, It could be anything. You can make it big or as little as you want. Make sure that they do get introduced to everyone. So I said you don't have to do all of these but this one this one is really really important if you don't introduce people to the other people that are around them and that they work with they feel like such a fish out of water that it makes it really hard for them to stay at the end of the day that's what they're going to remember how uncomfortable they felt don't let them feel uncomfortable make sure that they they have somebody on day one I get their favorites list on day one. What are their favorites? they have a list that they get to fill out. It's almost like a game, right? What's your favorite kind of cake? What's your favorite animal? What's your favorite color? And you can use this favorites list later when you're gonna do celebrations. You wanna know their favorite cake for their birthday? You can get it on day one. Get to know them a little bit. They're sitting around in that first little bit of time trying to figure out what to do, Gives them something to do. Play bingo with them. Give them a bingo card. Find an employee that has blah, 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 right? Or give everybody else a bingo card and see if they can fill her in on their bingo card anywhere. So find a way to get to know them. Make them coffee. So maybe they don't drink coffee. That's okay. It's not like they're gonna be like, oh, I hate that company that made me coffee, <laughs> right? Make some coffee. If you make coffee anyway, offer to make them some coffee or a team and then begin training begin training even if it's just a small amount of training make sure that they know that they have begun training now if you are in a situation where you can't begin training for whatever reason you're so whatever whatever the situation is and you can't please 15 minutes of training you can always find 15 minutes. Somebody can find 15 minutes. Okay, can't do 15, 10. You can't do 10, five. They have to have some training. Even if the whole whole information they get about training is just that how many different houses that we do during the day and five of the products that you use to clean with. It doesn't matter what it is, but they need to feel like they've done their training. When people have begun training, They feel like they're part of the company,
1: right? So begin training. This podcast is brought to you by Zenmade. Now, if you need help with your automation or if you're frustrated with the amount of time that scheduling is taking you currently, you need to visit zenmade.com. We started over 6 years ago building simple software for cleaning businesses just like yours. If you take a look at the site, you can see all of the things that we're working on, all of the feedback that we get from our audience from this podcast, from the Facebook group, from all the other places. So, if you're interested again zenmade.com and take a look at what we've been working on.
0: Next is the acclimation phase. It's when they start work. Now in this phase they need matter, meaning and measure. Okay, so you got you need all of these things for starting work. You're going to use these tools, the phone, video picture, gifts, after service quality times. We're working on keeping them at this point. And so this is some more stuff that you can do as they start work. Um, and it's not just their first day, they're actually getting into the grind now. Get them a buddy maybe. Check in by text at least once during the day. You don't have to do it, but somebody should. Somebody needs to check in, how's, how's stuff going today? Have them, send, have them send you a picture of themselves doing something on the job. Show me a picture of what you're doing. That's a great thing to do. Don't leave them alone for multiple reasons, right? You don't know them, you don't trust them, so don't leave them alone. And also, don't leave them alone, because because they're not comfortable yet. They they don't feel like they should be left alone yet. If they want to be left alone in the very, very beginning stages, you might you might look at that just a little. Not saying there's necessarily anything wrong, but just look at that, it's a little odd. Maybe buy them lunch, there's a gift. Maybe give them, uh oh, this is a horrible thing that we have in Olympia, it's called a gift pack, fun pack. And I never say it right, Sometimes I say fun pack gift sack. Sometimes I say fun sack pack gift. I never get it right. So give them something. In our gift pack fun sack, it has a few different games and some snacks and some treats that they can share with whatever team that they're on. And give them a water bottle to gift, right? And then training again. Critical. Make sure you get them into training. And training is very, very engaging and helps people want to stay with your company. Okay, in the accomplished phase, the measurement phase, payday, or maybe training, um, testing, one, one of those. So your tools here in red, email, video and pictures, access service, quality time. Here are just some examples again. So the first thing, especially if you pay commission or job ticket or uh, percentage, that's other than hourly. Actually, sit and talk with them about their pay. Are their expectations met? Do they understand their pay? Do they know what, they're, what they got paid for and how it all works and drive time and when they got paid what and why? Make sure that they understand. And again, this doesn't have to be you, but it needs to be somebody, whoever is responsible for this. And then send them a clarifying email about pay. On top of that, After you sit down with them, hey, just checking in. I want to make sure they understand these five things about the way that you got paid today. And if they got paid less than they're normally going to get paid because they're in training, make sure that they know that. If it was a short day because of whatever, make sure that they know that. If it's a long day and so they got paid more than they're typically going to get paid or they had really long days and their pay was short because they're in training, make sure that they know that. Uh, Otherwise, you can lose people for pay really, really quickly after that very first payday. The next one, take a picture of them with their first paycheck. Now, most of the time, we don't have paychecks on that first day, right? Most people are having direct deposit. But if you have a paycheck, you can have one. Or you can have those big paychecks that are not expensive to buy. Fill in the amount. Take a picture. Looking for some way to make them see what their... they achieved something that there is an accomplishment there is a measurement there Uh, ask them how are they going to spend it what are they spending their check on their first check probably going to be bills but ask next time to create a budget if you are one of the companies out there that um, helps your employees to um, budget for their jobs and their lives, then this is when you would do that, right? And right after payday or right on payday, get them set up with a budget. And then um, toast, toast is just another idea. Toast, their first pay with the team. So if everybody is in your office, you can literally have... Uh, sparkling cider and glasses, and you could actually toast to their first pay. If they're not, if they're remote, then you could do a virtual toast, right? Everybody could say something nice about this person, and you could have a toast. We're worried about keeping and motivating people on, around the measurement, so we need to make sure that we hit all of those points, um, all of the points about pay, not let me let me just make sure that I was clear make sure that we hit all of those points about the pay and what the measurement is not all of the different activities you don't have to do all of that stuff of course okay the next thing is the adoption phase where they actually get it so in this phase you are working on actively making them feel like they matter. There's meaning in their work. There's some measurement there that they can see on a regular basis, and that there's accountability that you are holding them to standards. If you don't have all four of these, you, they won't ever get it. They won't actually be part of your company. You will always be them instead of we right? When they talk about your company. Right? These are the four basic tools that are easy to use in this stage is social media, video and pictures, access service, quality of time. You can always do gifts too. But the reason why you guys are noticing that I don't have gifts highlighted on here very often is because a lot of times I find that companies rely too heavily on gifts. And if you rely too heavily on gifts... going to find that it backfires just like if you were to rely only on one of something else you can't only rely on social media either only on video or pictures only on acts of service and since gifts is not one of those top three love languages that in our jobs typically you're not going to get your best results if you try to just gift them into loving your company so breakfast every day, you know, um, buying them this, giving them gift cards for this and that. Those things aren't going to get you where you want to go as quickly as you'd like to get there. Um, gifts are absolutely great, absolutely helpful. But you just don't want to rely on them. You want to be creative and find new ways so that you can stand out on the other employers that kind of hire them as well. Right? So put them on your website. Put their name, their face, their their image, what they like on your website. Invite them to your company events. So maybe up until now you haven't had any company any company events, a barbecue, Christmas party, whatever, and you can invite them to to one. Uh, post their measurements. So whatever you're using to measure them, uh, if you are using like my by Mark Woodward's program, Quality Driven, or if you have your own internal program, maybe you're measuring how, maybe you currently are measuring the towel usage in your company. Whatever it is that you're measuring, post that somewhere. Um, You can post it again, you can post it in your Slack channel, you can post it in your Facebook group, you can post it on a physical wall in your office, post your measurement and let people see how they're doing. Um, Pictures of their work. What have they done? How how did they do? Have a contest out there where they get a chance, everybody gets a chance to show their best bed making skills or their best vacuum carpet lines. Is that a word? Carpet vacuum lines? I don't know the phrase. Um, Let them show their pictures of their work. Invite their feedback. So when I say invite their feedback, ask them for their feedback. That's what I mean by invite, ask. Actively try to get their feedback. So you can do it in a private group. You can have an issue board that's up that they can write what any kind of issues or ideas that they have. You could do a survey, invite their feedback. People love to get feedback. Have you ever noticed the posts that get the most responses? on facebook are the ones where you say which one of these do you like best people always want to tell you which one they like best they want to give you their feedback right so give them give them a way to give you that feedback now the only thing about this is if you're going to invite people's feedback you need to make sure that you act on the feedback that they give you you don't have to do everything that they say but you have to you have to act on their on their feedback in some way All right, and then advocate. This is where you need to be motivating them. You can use all of the tools. These are the people that are advocating for your company. They share your company up one side, down the other side. These are your dream employees. Don't forget them. Don't ignore them. Don't give all of your attention and love to your new people give some attention give some time give some energy to this group of people and these people will help you keep all of the other people so give them some business cards maybe a letter from you in the mail suggesting that they have a that they're promoted maybe you see some great skill in them put it in the mail to them listen i really noticed that you are doing blah 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 a lot and you're really great at blah 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 i would. Love it if you would apply for the blank position. People will, will actually frame those kinds of letters. A surprise gift for advocating. They do something, then I advocate for you. How about a surprise gift? Just something out of the blue. You know that they like red wine? a package of red wines. Hey, I saw what you said on Facebook about blah, 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 about American made or castle keepers, whatever your company name is. And I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Doesn't have to be a huge gift, little gift. Extend hiring perks. So extend some hiring perks to them. So tell them that because they're such strong advocates for your company, anybody that they recommend for your company, you'll hire on the spot. Maybe you'll even agree to hire them without an interview, right, because of them. Maybe use their picture and marketing materials on wires or whatever else you have and then give them more responsibility all of these things are very very motivating for the people all right recommended reading three signs of a miserable job by patrick lynchoni he is very much around the idea of never meaning measure he doesn't call it that of course but it's very very similar start with why by simon Sinek. we talked about simon earlier a little big Things: 163 ways to pursue excellence by tom peters this book is a freaking gold mine get the book and then hug your people by jack mitchell and a lot of the stuff that you saw in this uh, presentation was directly from jack mitchell as well maybe not a lot but some of the stuff in here was from jack mitchell also all right I want to tell you about two things that we have going also. This is Castle Keepers Institute. We have two programs that are coming up in August. On August 24th, we have Foundations Basic Training. There's a 10% discount code if you made it all the way through my very lengthy presentation. And these are the classes that we'll be talking about there, learning about the systems that you need to be successful, hiring, employee training, guerrilla marketing, sales strategies that actually work. And the thing I like about this this one is, in any economy, that's something that's new and different. Setting, adjusting, and raising prices. Have you struggled? Well, there's an easy way to do that. Um, some basic financials, you need to know that stuff, right? Your metrics, benchmarks, KPIs, and then leadership habits that you have to master all right the next thing is actually i guess it's before before that event that's saturday august 24th on thursday and friday is the iicrc att certification course it's a two-day course and bruce Vance teaches it and this is the only house cleaning technician certification that is uh, nationally recognized so if you're interested in and i have five different points or what you're going to learn this is an amazing course you can also get your entire company um, hct certified it's not an easy process i'll just tell you but it makes a huge difference for your employees and for your clients. All right, 10% discount code. Go to this link down here at castle-keepers.com backslash CKI. And you'll see both of these courses. You can use this discount code for either or both of the courses. MSSS, paid service, success summit. It's an easy one. All right. That's it. Thanks for bearing with me through this very lengthy presentation, and I wish you massive success. Stop the churn. Thanks for listening to the ZenMade podcast, and we hope you learned a thing or two that you can implement in your business today. If you're looking for the number one scheduling software for maid services, make sure to go to ZenMade.com and check out our 14 day free trial. If you want to hear more of these talks, you can catch them all at maidsummit.com. Have a great day.